Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message is Revelation 21, and it'll be a two-parter. So we'll get through verses 1 through 19 this week, and we'll finish up the chapter next week. Music is the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir singing I've Got a Mansion.
This is Reverend Danny Jackson speaking again this morning, the 12th of December. I want to try to finish up the book of Revelation so we can get it all out. I really hope you enjoy it. Father, we ask that you might just bless the Word of God as the people hear it. And then, Lord, I just ask that there be a lost one in our midst that hears this Word, that become a Savior, that get saved before it's too late, then receive Jesus Christ, their personal Savior. We'll thank you for it. We'll give you the honor, glory, and praise for it. Now open the hearts of the ears and the hearts of the people that listen to the Word of God. And thank you for it. Fill them with the power of God this morning, Lord, that I might be able to read it and make sense out of it, that they might be able to understand it. In Jesus' sweet name, amen. Book of Revelation, chapter 21, talks about the new heaven and new earth. In Revelation, chapter 21, verse 1, and I saw a new heaven and new earth. Underline new heaven and new earth in your Bible for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. Now, John saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, but underline that New Jerusalem. And I, John, on the line that he's the one looking at it, coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride, a door for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with, with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. On the line, verse 3, the tabernacle of God. Verse 4 on the line, oh, verse, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things have passed away. Verse 5, and he that sat upon that throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Verse 6, And he said unto me, It is done, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Verse 8, I will online the whole thing. Is Verse 8, The fearful and unbelieving and abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire which burn it in the lake which burn it with fire and brimstone which is second death there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues and talked with me saying come hither I will show thee the bride, the, the lamb's wife, on the line the lamb's wife, as saved of all the ages. And he carried me away in his spirit to a great and high mountain, showed me that great city, the old Jerusalem, and descended out of heaven from God. Now, verse 9, uh, the bride, the lamb's wife, that's to save, I made a little on the, on the line that. In my Bible, and right under that, I put right beside that verse, saved of all ages. That's the Lamb's wife. Saved people now. Let's go back and look and see what we fixed there and open up the Bible. It's a book. Revelation 21, the Bible is a circle. 
an infinite book. The book of Revelation is going to lead us back, right back to the book of Genesis. And the book of Genesis was a tree of life. And it shows up again in Revelation chapter 22, verse 2. Abel's lamb is slain as a sacrifice in the book of Genesis. And here we have the lamb in Revelation 21, 23. In Genesis, it is paradise lost. And in Revelation, it's paradise restored. In Genesis 1, 1, you have in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And in Revelation 21, 1, you have, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and that was no more. See, God begins with man in Genesis and God ends up with man in Revelation chapter 22. There are three heavens. Now the atmospheric heaven, the starry heaven, and the third heaven, which is God's house. Second Corinthians 12, 1, 2, and 3. God's house will be made new. It is the atmospheric heaven that will be made new. The devil has his kingdom in heaven just above us, whatever our atmosphere is, the very air is filled with demons, the heavens, the heavens. God's dwelling place will never undergo any change of all. God's house is perfect, unmartered, and unscarred by sin. Second Peter three, thirteen, Isaiah sixty six, twenty two, no more sea, no more great oceans, restless and destructive, never calm or still. The removal of the sea will give emissive land service exceedingly the surface of earth land today. Everything will be lush and green. There will be no ice poles or snow. Verse 2, John says, I saw, sure knows what he was, that he was there. He knew for sure what he is writing about. The church is referenced, referred to as the New Jerusalem, the holy city, Revelation 3.12. In the New Testament, there are three Jerusalems, the heavenly Jerusalem, Hebrews 12.22, the earthly Jerusalem, Revelation 11.2. And the New Jerusalem, the Holy City, Revelation 21, 2 to 10. The term new is used three times. New heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. John saw the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven. Jesus told the disciples in John 14, 1 to 2, 3. Jesus ascended back to the Father, Acts 1, 10 and 11. And for 1900 years, he has been preparing a home. The New Jerusalem will be a real city. The perfect Jerusalem. White city for the bride. New Jerusalem is a city prepared to marry. John does not say, nor does he suggest that it came to rest on the earth's surface. It is my belief that the holy city will be suspended between heaven and earth. We will occupy the literal city. Verse 3 says, Behold, they denotes that we should pay very close attention. 
with the fact that the tabernacle of God is with men. God visits Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden. God was in Christ in the days of the, his flesh. 2 Corinthians five nineteen. He dwells in the church today by his spirit. In verse 3, we find fulfilled Matthew 5, 8. 2 Corinthians 6, 16. Ezekiel 37, 27. Concerning the new people who will occupy the new earth, first God's tabernacle will be with them. Second, God's tabernacle with, with them. He moves in and out. Third, these new people are God's people. Fourth, God himself. No mediator, just God him with them. God with them. Feel God will be with them forever. In verse 4, we were told that we'd be free from all sorrow already in New Jerusalem. God will wipe every tear from our eyes. Death will be gone forever. And so will its painful shadow. The greatest enemy of mankind, totally unconquered by science, is death. We have cancer societies and heart forms. But have you ever heard of it? anti-death research organization in eternity the cemeteries will be gone forever all sickness and pain will be forgotten even our old sin habits natures will be removed at last so that we'll never lose patience with one another again no more bitter words this is a place Christ said John fourteen two. This is the way Christ said, John fourteen six. Where it says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh but from the Father. One fourteen one and two, John. Let not in your heart be troubled, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If I I'll tell you so. DL Moody said one time, if you are saved, this earth is all of hell that you'll ever see. And if you're lost, this earth is all of heaven that will you will ever see. Verse 5, the one who sits on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Jehovah God is sitting on his throne. God will not repair the old order. He will not improve on the Oh, Lord, he will make all things brand new. Jehovah God commanded John to write. What did God command John to write? Behold, I'll make all things new. There will not be one trace of old order left, for these words are true and faithful. Verse 6, to turn. It is done simply means that it is a settled fact. God said it in one God declares it's sure to come to pass. It is done that settles it. Alpha and Omega are the first and last letters in the Greek alphabet. The beginning and the end tells us that all testimony on earth begins with Jehovah God and will end in His glory. All creation, all promise, all predictions, all prophecies, all love, all testimonies, grace, salvation, and mercy have their sources in Jehovah God. 
and in him is their fulfillment. God is victorious in the end. Anyone who is thirsty can be satisfied at the fountain of life. The fountain is God. The water is promised to all who are thirsty. Money does not talk at the throne of God. Isaiah 55, 1, James 1, 17. All good gifts come from God and are free. Thank God. You don't have to work for your salvation. You don't have to try to buy it. You can't earn it. It's free. Do you know why God has stuck, stuck this invitation here? Because he is talking about New Jerusalem. He gets so full and so burdened about lost sinners. He can't describe the place without saying, come on, get it. Don't miss it. It's free. Come on, get it. Don't miss it. It's free. Verse 7, everyone who is overcomer shall inherit all things. We will never know the fullness of God's love until we have a glorified body. Right now, God, our Father, is an absentee Father. One of these days, we'll be able to love Him back with the kind of love He deserves, the kind we've never been able to give Him before. Verse 8, the literal burning hell. If you ever assume that there was no hell because human nature is good, then your pride which caused you to ensure that it would take you right straight there. Notice the classes. Not only the womongs and the liars and the murderers, but the unbelievers. I talked to Job, a witness man the other day when I sat in my truck eating breakfast at McDonald's about a month ago. He come over and I knew who he was when he had that little book in his hand. I knew what he was going to say. He began to ask me to take him his literature. I said, okay. I said, I got some literature I want you to take. And I took some tracks out of my truck there a minute. He said, I'm not over here to swap your literature. I want to give you some literature. I said, well, I'm not sitting here. I'm trying to eat my breakfast. And I said, I want to tell you something. You've got to be a Jehovah Witness. He said, that's right. I said, I'm sorry to tell you, sir, but you're going to wind up in hell. He said, I don't believe in hell. I said, well, it's real whether you believe it or not. It's Bible. You need to read the book of Revelation. He says, I don't believe that God's going to send anybody to hell and burn for eternity. I said, well, you don't know your Bible very good because the Bible says that that they're going to burn for eternity. Worms going to crawl all over them. And he, he said, well, I want to give you this literature. I said, well, I'll let you take some of my literature, too. And he talked to me for about 15 minutes, 10 minutes until another man come, got in the car that he was in, station wagon. And he he got mad at me. I said, wait a minute, you don't want to get mad. You just said you're supposed to love everybody. I said, you're not loving me in a good way. And he got mad. And he got in that station wagon. And they backed out and left. Go to show you when you put the truth on people. They can't stand it. They try to upset you by running them out, but you just stop them with the word of God. Verse 9, John saw this in his spirit while we will experience it literally. He is no longer engaged. She is no longer engaged. She is his wife. In First, Second Corinthians 11 to 
she is espoused. And in Revelation 19, 7, she had made herself ready for the marriage. Now in Revelation 21, 9, she is his wife and she is likely to be a city. Women are likened to cities and cities are likened to women in a city. The devil has a bride in Babylon. She is a woman in a city. Christ has a bride near Jerusalem. She's a woman in a city. Hebrews 12, 22, 23. Revelation 3 and 12. Hebrews 13, 14. John 14, 1 through 6. Verse 10. Now, it does not say that the city lands on the earth. It just says that it's coming down. In verse 10. And he carried me away in his spirit to a great and wide high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Verse 11, having the glory of God and her light. Underline the glory of God in that verse 11. And her light was likened to a stone, most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. It had a wall great and high. And had twelve gates on the line, twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels on the line, twelve angels, and names written therein, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. On the east, three gates, on the north, three gates, on the south, three gates, on the west, three gates, and the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and it been names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Verse fifteen, and he that talked with me. And a golden leaf to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. Verse 16, and the city lies four square, and the length is as large as the breadth, and he measured the, uh, the city with the reef twelve thousand furlongs. The length and the breadth and height of it are equal, and he measured the wall thereof and a hundred and forty and four cubits according to the measure of man that is of the angel. And the buildings of the wall, as it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, on the line pure gold, likened to clear grass. Verse 19, we'll get to just a few minutes. Verse 11 tells us about the light of the city. A jasper stone, jasper means wisdom. This is a carbon, which is the chief insistence, convenience, seal wind. S-T-I-T-U-E-N-T, of all living things. This is a living city, clear as crystal. This city comes down and shines and sparkles, and sparkles and shines. The jasper is a diamond which is found in Egypt and Siberia. It comes in all new. It comes in all different colors to suit all tastes and races. Verse 12 says, now let us look at it. Description of the city. It has a wall. It has 12 gates guarded by 12 angels. The names of the 12 tribes are the gates. There are three gates facing in each direction. Verse 13. There are 12 foundations to the city. Verse 14. A reef is a measuring stick of about 10 feet. With this reef, the city was measured. 15. Verse 15. The city is four square. The length, verse 16, the height and the breadth are equal. 
Besides, it's just it's 12,000 furloughs. There are possibly eight furloughs in a mile, making this besides 1,500 miles. Seven, the wall is 144 cubits high, with cubits the distance between the elbow and the fingertip, which is approximately 18 inches. This would make the wall 216 feet high for 17. Certainly, it will take a great wall to support a, support a city 1,500 miles high. The name of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel in foundation because Jesus said salvation is of the Jews. Just John 14, 22. Gentiles were without hope, without God aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from coming to the promise. promise. And Jesus broke down that middle wall and petition, and now the gospel is to whosoever will, Jew or Gentile. Verse 13 gives the location of the gates of the city. There will be three gates on the east, three on the west, three on the south, and three on the north. There will be three literal gates on all four sides of the city, making twelve. 12 gates. Verse 14 describes the wall and the foundation of the city. The city has 12 foundations in these. 12 foundation names of the 12 apostles. So this city has foundations with Peter, James, John, out about them, and the gates have names on them of the 12 tribes. Verse 15 and verse 15, the one ta- talking with John had a reef in it. Nature stick made of gold. A reed in that, in that day was about 10 feet long. With this reed, the city was measured. Verse 16 The city is as long as the, it is wide. It is as wide as it is long, and exactly as high as it is wide and long. It is a square city, 1,500 miles square. Verse 17 and verse 17. The wall of the city is measured 144 cubits, or 216 feet thick. Think of a wall 216 feet thick, and yet it must be thick and strong because the city is pure gold with all kinds of jewels and diamonds. Verse 18 describes the material used in building the wall. The wall is of jasper, and the city is pure gold. So you, so pure. That is, it's transparent as clear crisp glass. I'm glad one day that I will see that city. It is hard for me to understand it now, but I will have a glorified body then, and I can appreciate it. It's a pure gold city like clear grass. glass. The saints in heaven that have on gold, they walk with Christ in white. They have communion with one another, and oh, their steps are firm. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself. <laughs>